I'm so excited to be starting this, finally. Me too. Yeah, so there's been a lot of talk, uh, discussion with us about, you know, connecting mind, body, soul, and how we share that with the world. And I think finally, we kind of have a grasp on how to make it a little more digestible with you know, all the tools we've been getting and receiving and in actually implementing in our lives. Well, honestly, I believe the truth of the matter is that we kind of had to go through our own journey right now in order to garner the wisdom to be able to share with our community and our friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so I think what brought us here <laughs> is fitness. We're in a gym right now. Um, you know, you own two health clubs and I help you with that. And I'm still a personal trainer and all of that. And we've come on this long journey just to come back into our bodies to realize like it began in our bodies. We began with the obsession for fitness and health and that even that image of what health looks like to us every single day, it changes. Um, the truth is our body is an ever evolving machine, right? And it is the smartest technology in the world. And we have to ask ourselves, how are we taking care of this technology? If we look at our body as a computer or a car, what kind of upgrades are we get, giving it? What kind of um, maintenance are we doing to take care of it, right? It, it all starts with awareness. Yeah. Right, awareness of where our body is right now, but also some clarity on where we actually want our bodies to be. Yeah. How do we want to feel? How do we want to look? How do we want to perform? And once we have those ideas, we're able to look at where we're at right now, actually, and then we have the tools to do something about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that that awareness will come. I don't know if you can agree with me, but it's either gonna come by force like we're going to hit this rock bottom. I will say I definitely hit a rock bottom funny enough when I was bodybuilding, you know, like this so superficial thing where everyone thinks I look so good on the outside and I am actually dying on the inside. I'm the most miserable I've ever been because what that brought for me was constant competition around me, judgment and and um, com comparison. And that's actually so unhealthy for the mind. So as physically fit and uh, built and strong and sexy is like on the outside it appeared, on the inside it was constant turmoil because I, I just couldn't accept now. It was always, I need to get here. I need to get here. I need to get here. So funny enough, that was like my rock bottom mentally that made me really take an inventory on the things I was doing to keep myself healthy because I did not feel healthy. I was in pain. I was, I was like deteriorating in my back, in my mind. I felt no energy. I was on constant stimulants like coffee, pre-workout and all these supplements. I didn't even know what I was taking at that point, but that was my <laughs> like, I need to wake up and do something different. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think it's definitely going to come by choice or by force. Yeah. Most of us, though, we often settle for force. And um, in my situation, I had a tremendous amount of inflammation in my life. Didn't know where it was coming from and pretty much thought that I had to go to a doctor's in order to really help me out to get healthy once again. Yeah. And um, what I've learned is that Doctors don't necessarily know because they're not experiencing exactly what you're experiencing. So you have to actually take full responsibility, right. full responsibility for where you're at right now and where you want to be. So when, for me, inflammation led to, to a level of my skin falling off every day. 
yeah. every single day. And it was the pain of going through that that made me seek other solutions and other answers to the problem. I don't think people could actually even absorb that without like seeing a picture. So we'll throw a picture in there to to share like what that actually was like skin falling off like, oh, well, are you a snake? But like yeah. actually like being so inflamed and so dry and so, so blistery. Um, yeah. And and it comes from funny enough, like even when you tell that story, there's this level of self-responsibility that like no matter, there's this thing in life where we're given our experience, right? Where either we asked for it, we came here, who knows, like, but we came here in this experience and we're dealt a hand of cards. And in your deck of cards, it was actually your childhood that you've began this experience, right? Like you were suffering as a child with eczema. It got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And then it hit a point and you were on all types of medications, right? You, you, you learned that doctors were gods and well, that's how my life started. Yeah. My life started that way. You know, it was always when something was wrong, asthma attack, right. bronchitis, doctor, doctor, doctor. eczema flare up. Here's doctor. another medication, stomach another issue, prescription. take a medication, right? Uh, what was it, amoxicillin, right? You know, the pink stuff all the time. Like all they were, the like they were tablet, like a uh, candy, yep. right? Benadryl. So my family in particular, we grew up with the doctor being like, the expert at right. everything that was going on. But in reality, a doctor is just passing something along to you right. to remedy the symptoms, but not necessarily get to the root cause. And that's where the responsibility kicks in is when we actually take full responsibility to get to the root cause because typically a doctor is not going to do that for you. And most times we still need help, right? Like it's like, it's not like responsibility, like, oh, I got to do this all by myself. It's never that. But it's also not looking to anyone as your savior and, and listening to your your intuition of where to go. Um, you still, you know, seek that that guidance of somebody who knows a little more than you in inflammation, right? Of course. Then you take what they have in a grain of salt. You know, like those doctors, they did get you somewhere. Of course. They got you to a point of like, okay, maybe I'm not in as much pain today, so I can seek all alternative options right now I could start looking for other options because like this ain't it this is not the answer I cannot be on Benadryl like it's my vitamin right (laughs) I agree with you 100% I mean the the goal is that doctors are there to support us and they're more of a reactive type place in life where we can be very proactive but I also see the place of medication as being the bridge like you said giving some relief from our symptoms so that we can try to find or collaborate with the doctor in order to find that solution so I think they do play a big role um, as long as you're looking at it as a tool right to get to somewhere and not an end all be all. Exactly. I mean, like most things, right? Like, so when I, when I think of my journey, which is very different, I mean, I think we all suffer from a lot of inflammation in the gut, which causes a lot of like that mental turmoil. So when I was going through what I was going through, I was very inflamed in the gut. Um, but what I started doing to kind of get me out of my head was read books, right? So every book that I read, the first book that I read was 10% Happier. Uh, I forget his name, but, and in that book, I didn't read love, but when he, what he talked about in that book was like Eckhart Tolle and other, you know, like really deep spiritual writers. So it led me to the next place. There's always going to be something, as long as you're open and you're willing, you're going to be taken on a journey. But the, the moment moment you think you have an answer and you think that somebody or something is God, like, okay, these doctors have all the answers and I'm just going to listen to only them. That's what, you know, gets you stuck when you're not open and constantly evolving with your body, with this machine. Um, well, it kind of, it kind of puts you in a place of getting stuck because 
If you think that is the answer, you're going to continue to find things that support that being the answer, right? So like you said, if we actually stay open, then I believe new things and new experiences will come into our life to help guide us. Right. Like you going through your severe inflammation in your body. Although at the same time, when we're going through the suffering, we were both still very into fitness. We were both working out five times a week, eating healthy, whatever we, and that's another thing, right? Like eating healthy is so different for everyone, but that's like a whole like a can of worms to open it looks different for everyone um but we were eating healthy we were like the the epitome of what like a healthy person should be but at the same time both of us were enduring our own suffering so I think we both hit a point you know like that dark point where you hit your dark point because like you felt like you were dying if I recall correctly and then I hit my dark point because I felt like I wanted to die um emotionally and mentally and um then it stopped us in our tracks. And I think for me, uh, it's like, what do I want out of this life? Of right? Like when you, when you have those suicidal dark thoughts, like our suicidal ideations, I should say, not just like to actually trying to be suicidal, but like, wow, would life be better without me? If that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but once you get to that point, it's kind of really silly, right? Um, it's a joke. No, for me, like, that's kind of like where my head was. It doesn't make any sense. Like, but then it starts making you think deeper. Like, what is life? You know, like, who am I? Who, who is life without me? When um, you kind of have, you're forced into your purpose. Like, you have to ask yourself, why do I want to even feel better? Like, why do I want to get out of this deathbed and, and start to feel better? And what will drive me to even start on a path of feeling better, even though that might be the hardest path of my life? What is my purpose? And I think, for me, I really felt like, you know, I was only 20-something years old, maybe 23, and I was like, there has to be more in store. You know, like, I do want children. I, I want to experience what it's like to, to live a full life of creating my own life. I was still living with my father. I think that was part of it. You know, like, when you feel a lack of purpose in life, period. I graduated college. I'm like, what is, co-? like, I did all that, and here I am. Nobody gave me the job I was promised. Nobody is, <laughs> is putting me on my feet like I thought, like, I thought life was going to be handed to me on a, a golden platter once I graduated college, like we were promised. And I think that was, like, a big, big push in like just learning more, just diving into books like never before, wanting to learn more.